Welcome to Documentary First, an inside look at a first-time filmmaker's journey. I am your host, Josh Lindsay, from the Movie Proposal Podcast. And with me is our first-time filmmaker, Christian Taylor. Hey, Josh Lindsay. Hello. And with us, as always, is our trusty, dusty, research extraordinaire, all-around great guy, Jay Rug. <laughs> What's I like, up? I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you. Yes. You were doing the Movie Proposal Podcast when I walked in here today. Yes. Yes. We were. What was today's episode about? Well, by now it's probably you know old news, but it's uh, actually a really good film. Uh, Fighting with my family. Mm, I haven't seen that. It's based on a true story. It's it's about a girl, a professional wrestler, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Uh huh. It's he he discovered the story, and he's actually part of the story. He's in the film. He produced it and everything. Mm. And he plays himself. Uh, and he plays himself. Mm. It got great reviews, and so I thought, oh, I'll have to check this out. And uh, so it's actually, you know, it's it's a neat story about not just this girl's dream, but the family's dream. And and then when reading about this film, uh, just you know, Dwayne Johnson trying to make this film was not easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's on Amazon. It's a, it's a sweet story, pretty incredible. I have to check it story. out. Yeah, I have to check it out. Well. I do have to tell you that at some point, I'm not sure if it was on the documentary first podcast <laughs> or when I was on the movie proposal podcast, I don't remember, but you told me your favorite doc. I think it was on the documentary first one, like one of the first episodes, and you told me your favorite doc was- My Date with Drew. My Date with Drew. <laughs> and so I watched it you in did. Tennessee. Oh, no Yeah, way. I was like, you know, I need some inspiration. So I watched two docs for inspiration. The first one was My Date with Drew, and it actually really- did inspire me. Isn't it great? Yes, I was. I really liked it. It is. It is. It is an inspiring, fun, sweet story. It's. I think it's more fun if you come from our generation. But um, I think anyone would enjoy it. Well, and I kind of felt like I was him, like with my project. Oh sure. I totally felt like I was him, and I was like. If he can get a date with Drew, I can finish this movie. But I was so proud of, I guess I'm giving it away. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it is called My Date with Drew. Right. So, okay. It's available it, on Amazon Prime. Too. Yeah. I was really proud of her, like the way that she handled the whole thing. I Drew Barrymore? Was, yeah. Oh, okay. I really like that. So that was great. And then the other one I watched, which I may have talked about, is Lost in La Mancha. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, both of those, those films are like filmmakers who just can't get their film made. Yeah. And that's what all stories are. It's like this challenge, this mountain they got to climb and they keep getting knocked down, right? Exactly. I mean, if I could do a documentary on this documentary, <laughs> like seriously, I, I, so many people have been like, it's more interesting behind the scenes. It really, I, well, I, I wouldn't say it's more interesting, but it is definitely interesting behind Like, it is fascinating to hear just how things have come together and then obstacles you face and then how you overcame them or something just happened or a prayer was answered or someone just showed up or what just pretty amazing yeah, stuff. Yeah, and the people I randomly met and the right. pe- I mean like it just goes on and on and on. The whole reason I started this podcast is cuz I needed to keep track of everything and I'm terrible at writing <laughs> writing them down so I was like, but, well, but think I can of talk all about the it. stuff that you did not have, did not know and you went anyway. Like, yeah, that's remarkable because most people won't even like start. You know, I got during that dark night of the soul part. Like, uh, I had this 
friend, Michelle Phoenix, who uh, ended up being our interpreter. She was another Holy Post podcast listener who volunteered her services. And I liked her so much. I'm like, you have to go to France with us. And she is a, a she's a Canadian, French, and American citizen in three countries. Oh. And she speaks fluent English and French. And she used to live in the Normandy area. And so I was like, you have got to come with us. Wow. So anyway, um, so I met Michelle, and now I don't even remember why I'm telling you that story. <laughs> you had said to me. Well, I, I, I actually, I don't remember either, but. <laughs> Jason, this is what you're here for. What, did, what was I talking about? Uh... I was telling the story about people who I had met. Ran, oh, I know. She had, uh, I'd gotten really down during that dark night right. of the soul thing. And uh, she's like, Christian, I just want to remind you of something. I'm like, okay. She's like, do you remember when you were doing the Holy Post podcast and you came on and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. I've decided I'm going to make a documentary. And Phil Vischer looked at you and said, do you know how to do that? And I said, (laughs) no, but I can figure it out. And he's like, well, that's very plucky. (laughs) Or you have a lot of pluck. And I was like, that really happened? She's like, yes. Just remember, you have a lot of pluck. And I was like, you know, there have been so many people that have come back and, and like, said things to me during the hardest times that I have been like, wow, thank you, because that has kept me going. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So we, we – okay. So you've come a long – come a long way, baby. All right. So – That's for sure. And on this podcast, so too. So assembly edit, killed our babies, finishing touches, color, sound, credits. We're, you're, the film is – like near completion. Like, seriously, we're in labor right now. We're in but labor. We are, we are like five centimeters dilated <laughs> right now. All right. I'm glad you're saying those things, not me. So uh, where, what's happening We're in the next? hospital. All right. And uh, yeah, so right now, um, you know, people will be listening to this who knows when, but I'm going to say the date. Today is May... 16th. May 16th. 2019. Our first screening is May 24th, 2019 in Normandy. And... Our picture lock was like last Friday. And so after picture lock is when score, um, okay. sound effects and sound mixing and color grading or and credits are all turned in. And so they're due at the end of the day tomorrow. And then from there, um, my partner Terry Jun has been connecting all of the proxies to all the raw files so that Corey Lillard can color. And then once everybody is done, Terry will take it and put it together like a quilt. And he will layer everything and put it all in one big file. And then he has to master it into QuickTime files or a DCP file, which is the file that theaters use mostly now. Um, And then he will have to upload it to a cloud service, which could take like a day. And then they have to download it where they are, which could take another day. Uh, and you have to hope that nothing goes wrong in all of that process. Oh, yeah. So when you – because you are headed to France. Yeah, so I'm headed to France on Tuesday, May 21st. Okay, so today's Thursday, so four days from now. Yeah. Right? And then you're going to screen this on the 24th, you said? Yeah, so, so – what, what? How are they going to – like? You, so you're talking about the upload, the download. Like what are they going to view this – what format are they going to view this? Great on? question. So um, you, we always have to ask that. You know, where are you going to show it? How are you going to show it? What equipment are you going to use? What's the sound going to be like? How big is the theater? Um, you know, and so 
for Normandy, we are showing these films at the at our partners. So the Utah Beach Museum is our main sponsor. So our very first film is at the Utah Beach Museum, and that'll be on May 24th at 5.30 and 7.30. And us um, is in that museum. And oh, she, okay. her mother had donated a lot of things from D-Day to that museum. There's a special relationship there. The director of mu- the museum, Charles de Valivier, he's the owner of Corps Manor. Those of you who know Band of Brothers would know about Corps Manor from episode one. If you don't know about it, please go watch Band of Brothers and make sure you pay attention to episode <laughs> one. Um, because Michel de Valivier is an important character in our story as his son, Charles is. Um, so anyway, our screenings are at the Utah Beach Museum, the Airborne Museum, which is in St. Mary Glees, which I don't know if you watched The Longest Day. Oh, I, my. I know. <laughs> Lord, Josh Lindsay, you're supposed to be a movie lover. You I, do have this movie proposal podcast I thing, do. you know? I, 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 all right. You have not watched The Longest Day? No. Josh. <laughs> Shame on you. Okay, I'm sorry. How about you, Jason? Please tell me you've watched The Longest Day. He, oh, he has word. an excuse. He's like 12 years old or something like that. So <laughs> I don't have an Okay, The Longest Day, 1952, I think. I don't know. Our research extraordinaire has to look it up. Are you sure? According to IMDb. 1962? That's a lot later than I thought. I'm sure it was filmed in the 50s, and then it was <laughs> finally done in the 60s. But, uh, yeah, and it's got everybody who was anybody who was an acting in the 50s and 60s. It's like Band of Brothers, who also has – did you know Band of Brothers has um, Jimmy Stewart? No, Jimmy Stewart. I know, here's Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Which I've seen the Band of Brothers. I love it. Jimmy Fallon threw me for a loop when he showed up. Like, <laughs> I know, he did, he did. And Ted Danson. Wait a minute. I didn't know that. Ted Danson's in oh, Band of Brothers? Oh, no, no, no. He's in um, Saving Private Ryan. Sorry. I didn't know that either. Yeah. No, he threw me for a loop in that one. But anyhow, sorry. Oh, how funny. A little movie of trivia there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Longest Day. Put that on your list. Okay. The Longest Day is the story of the um, airborne landings in the Normandy region. And the town that's featured in that film is St. Mary Glees. And in that film, um, one of the paratroopers, who's played by Red Buttons, do you know who that actor is? Yes. Um, he His parachute was stuck on the steeple of the church. And so um, at the time, the reason it was so awful was that this town was occupied by Germans. And that night, the night of June 6th, there was a huge fire in the town. There was a house that was right on the town square, huge fire. And so the only way they had to put out fires in those days was a... Uh, Bucket. Bucket brigade. Okay. And so the bucket brigade is out there and the German soldiers are overseeing this bucket brigade, and they're trying to put out this fire. Yes, do you have something to say? Five minutes. Oh, five minutes. <laughs> As our five-minute warning. That's uh, our trusty, dusty guy telling us. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, so the Germans are just in the middle of the square with their guns when these paratroopers come landing in the middle of the square. So they're picking them off like, you mm. know, clay pigeons. And uh, so John Steele, who is the actual paratrooper of the 505th Infantry Regiment of the 82nd Airborne out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina. That is a mouthful. It is. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting about the French people? Every time they talk about a veteran, they always tell you what unit they're from and what, like, platoon. Wow. They know wow. Them. And that's something I learned. So anyway, he's with the 505 Parachute Infantry Regiment of the 82nd Airborne. And uh, 
So John Steele gets stuck up there. He gets shot in the leg. He doesn't die, but he plays dead. Eventually, the Germans pull him into the church, and they can't kill him inside the church. Somehow, he, he, he escapes. I think they let him go. And so he lives. He's still alive. He comes back in 1962. But this film, The Longest Day, you know, chronicles that event and sort of everything that happened around it. So, and it was the first, I would say, the first time Americans had any notion of uh, what happened in Normandy or what was going on over there. Yes, radio broadcasts that they were broadcasting. But then Life magazine went over there because Theodore Roosevelt Jr., Landed on Utah Beach, was in, which is in St. Marie Dumont, where our film takes place. He landed on the beach at Utah Beach, and it wasn't where they were supposed to land, but he said a famous line, we'll start the war from here. And so they started the war from Utah Beach, and a, f- a few weeks later, he died of a heart attack. Wow. And so he, the first temporary cemeteries were in St. Mary Glees. So Theodore Roosevelt Jr. was buried in the temporary cemetery. And at his funeral, Theodore Roosevelt Jr.'s wife and son went over, and Life magazine was there. And they asked to see his grave. Well, Simone Renault, the mayor's wife, spoke English and had been tending the graves. So she took them there, and she was tending his grave that day, and they got a picture of it. And it was on the cover of the August 7th, 1944, so a month later— um, Life magazine had an episode that came out, and she was not on the cover. She was on the inside. And American mothers saw this, and they began writing the mayor of St. Mary Glees asking if you could find my son. Oh. And so that was the first time America learned that the French cared. The second time they really paid attention was when The Longest Day came out, and it began to tell the story of what happened in Normandy. And that was sort of the beginning of this myth of St. Mary Glees is the most famous town there. Um, but there are many others that had just as compelling stories. Okay, we're getting to the end. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, I kind of no, no, went no. way no, that's right. off I, course. But I have a question I want to ask you. So you, you've got screenings coming up in a matter of days. Yes. Oh, the Airborne Museum. That's how we got there. So the other places where the screenings are, mm-hmm. the Airborne Museum in St. Mary Glees, Normandy Victory Museum, which is in another town I'm not sure of, but that's there, the Carenton Theater. And so all of those places have... They don't have a regular, uh, like, movie setup, so they need QuickTime files. Okay. The, there's a museum called the D-Day Experience, another partner in St. Combe-de-Mont, where Dead Man's Corner is, and they just installed a 200-seat state-of-the-art theater, and they want a DCP file, which is a big, mm. f- you know, full-on movie file. So. Well, here, okay, so wrapping up. Yes, you're going to show this to In, people for the first time. Yes. This has been going on for two years. Yes. Like, how, where, what are you gonna, how are you going to be? Like, emotionally, physically, are you going to sit up front? Are you going to stay in the back pacing? Are you going to be throwing <laughs> that's up? Good, like what? That's a good question. Somebody asked me what was my favorite moment recently about the film, and there are many, many people that I met, stuff that happened. But, like, I'm waiting for that moment, like, when I'm sitting there, and people are watching something that just came out of my brain. And uh, I, I just start crying thinking about it. <laughs> like, 
first of all, I wanted to get branded Kleenex. That's like the girl who wore Freedom Kleenex packets to oh, hand out okay. to people. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got you now. All right. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to need it. Yeah. Like, it's very moving. And um, I can't wait to see how they react. Like, if they laugh at the right places or cry at the right places, I don't know what I'll do. Well, we'll find out on the next podcast, won't we? Yeah, we will. But right. I won't be back for... I mean, I guess by the time everybody's listened to this episode, I will be back. I'll be back on June 21st, and you know we will have live streamed from there, so you can watch us on social media. Okay. Um, if you donate $25 or more, you'll be able to watch The Rough Cut. Um, you do that at normandystories.com slash donate. Um, I strongly recommend you read some of our blogs um, on our website, normandystories.com. Um, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. Good to go? Yeah. All right. Christian's headed to France. Very Woo-hoo. exciting. Bon voyage is what you're supposed bon to say. Bon voyage. <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for listening to Documentary First, where we believe everyone has a story to tell, and you can be the one to tell it. You sure can. Bye, everybody. Bye.